a lot of people, it's the it's the grumpy cat videos where they first see us and then they find out about my grandfather's cat and they become a really loyal part of our community and a loyal supporter. And it all starts with the grumpy videos. So, I mean, you never know where a grumpy cat video is gonna, gonna take you, but. This is the With a Cat podcast, a podcast for the modern cat parent. I'm your host, Carly, and every Wednesday I bring on pet professionals or some fellow cat parents, and we laugh, learn, and commiserate about everything from the confusing vet visits to them laying on your keyboard at inopportune times to the 2 a.m. wake-ups when they decide it's playtime. Essentially, life with a cat. Happy With a Cat Wednesday, everyone. Yes, you heard that right. With a cat. This podcast is formerly known as With a Dog, but I've been telling you guys that we have some big announcements happening, some big changes coming up in the pipeline, and this is one of them. We're now a cat podcast. I have decided to forego all things dog. I still have my two hound dogs, but I will be adopting three cats within the next few days, and I'm really excited for this new change. If you're surprised or confused about this turn of events for the podcast, I completely understand. Maybe take a look at the date that this episode is coming out. Look and see if there's any um, holidays coming up in the next couple days. And I think you'll be able to catch on. So in the spirit of this With a Cat podcast, I'm super happy to be doing this episode As you guys know, even though my dogs take up quite a lot of my time, I am definitely still a cat person as well. I enjoy both of them as pets. I've worked with both dogs and cats in my career, and I know a lot of you guys are cat and dog lovers as well. So even if you only really prefer dogs, you're still going to get a lot out of this episode. It's really, really special. It's really interesting. Today, I'm interviewing Angela. She's behind the Instagram Grumpy Mac and the nonprofit organization My Grandfather's Cat. In this interview, she tells us how she adopted her grumpy cat, Mackenzie, and how that action inspired her to start a charity helping senior and terminally ill people adopt out their pets. And something she touched on in this episode is how adventuring with her cat, Mac, actually brought them closer together which made me think of some other episodes I've done, one of them being um, Haley of Pause and Reflect. And she talked about how playing with your dog or cat and doing things together that you both enjoy can strengthen your relationship. And I think just make pet parenting a lot more worth it when you're creating those fun memories and enjoying your time together. So I hope you guys enjoy this great episode and let's get into it with Angela. So Angela, welcome to the With a Cat podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm very excited also to speak with you. I love Mackenzie and I love all of the videos that you put up of her. So before we get into everything, can you briefly introduce yourself and your cat to the listeners? 
Sure thing. Um, my name is Angela Rayfuse. Um, my cat is named Mackenzie. She is a 14-year-old grumpy adventure cat. I adopted her. Um, actually, she's 16 now. Um, I adopted her when she was 14. Uh, she belonged to my grandfather. And when he passed away, I adopted her. And it actually inspired us to, a year ago, start an organization called My Grandfather's Cat which helps seniors and terminally ill people find homes for their pets before they move into retirement homes or pass away. Amazing. Okay. Well, we before we get into that really inspiring story about Mackenzie yeah. and learning more about Mackenzie and Bo, how are you? We're going to do like a little cat mom check-in. How are you? How's life? I'm good. Life is uh, chaos. It's busy. It's always chaos. Uh, we completed our 36th adoption this morning. Wow. So that was incredibly exciting. That was a a super quick, a senior had passed away. The cat was staying with a neighbor, um, but she was severely allergic to cats. Um, so it was a real, had to be a really quick adoption, but our community came through and we found her a home. Her name's Farah. Cute. And she moved in this afternoon. So it was a really fun day with that. That is awesome. That's great. Okay. So it's it's all cats all the time. Yeah. Well, what have you and Mackenzie and Bo been up to, like, day-to-day life? How's the weather there? You're in Nova Scotia, right? I'm in Nova Scotia, and it is rain season. Not that it's ever not rain season. Um, but Mackenzie and I actually went to the beach yesterday. Uh, she was in just such a mood, and the only thing that really cheers her up. I know it's she's a grumpy cat, but... The, be- the best thing to cheer up when she's actually in a grumpy mood is to take her to the beach. Mm-hmm. So I put on her little rain jacket and my parents came with me and we just trotted back and forth the beach until she cheered up. So oh. that was a really fun day until we got home and had to wipe her paws off. And then she was and then she screaming became, again. Yeah, became yeah. grumpy again. A little of course. back to her murder cat ways. Are you a um, Bridgerton watcher? Have you watched I the new not. season? Okay. But my mom is, and she told me it's been a very serious, like, there's new episodes, there's lots of new stuff going on, so. <laughs> I didn't know if that was, like, a feature in your life, because I feel like everyone I've talked to recently, they're like, I, all I did was I watch I get the, the ads on Netflix, and honestly, I can't add anything else to my plate, and when I get into a show, I get super, super committed to it. Yeah. Um, like, uh, about a year ago, I got really into Criminal Minds, and I was, like, watching Criminal Minds until, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, and then I couldn't sleep for, like, two days straight, so. Yeah. They, they not help like, I feel get like addicted to something. Criminal Minds is one of my favorite shows. I never got into like Law and Order or anything. Criminal Minds, I like grew up on, which is not a great thing. I but I <laughs> don't know what it is about it, but I just watch one episode and then I'm just hooked again and then I just can't stop. Yes. It's incredibly unhealthy. So I feel like Bridgerton would do the same thing to me. Like I'd watch one episode and then it would be three in the morning and I'm watching Bridgerton and I'm. running on two hours of sleep yeah not getting anything else done that's yeah okay that's why I was just wondering if you had fallen into that trap it sounds like you have been able to gotta avoid it for now but I mean maybe maybe one day (laughs) MGC will slow down I've been saying that for the past 10 months hoping and praying that it slows down but it has not which is good and bad but if it does then that's my show that is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna become a couch potato and just watch Bridgerton all day. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, um, now that we've talked about our lives and it sounds like you like you are so busy, um, let's do a little quick answer round, learn a little bit more about Mackenzie and Bo. Oh, okay. Okay. So 
What are their ages? Uh, Mackenzie just turned 16 in January uh, and Bo is 14. Okay. Did you have, or I know you didn't have Mackenzie, but like, did your grandfather have Mackenzie from a kitten? Yeah. Yeah. They, so my grandparents got two kittens, uh, Molly and Mackenzie, uh, 16 years ago. Um, Molly uh, got sick when she was about 10 years old and passed away. So it was just my grandparents and Mackenzie for the last four years of both their lives. Uh, my grandmother passed away when Mackenzie was 13 years, 13 years old. They were the best of friends. And then Mackenzie went to my grandfather and she always laid on his lap. Granted, he gave her a lot of treats, but (laughs) she always laid on his lap and cuddled with him. And she was the last kind of part of my grandmother that he had. Mm -hmm. So he was very, very upset at the idea of putting his name on the list to go into a retirement home because that means who would take Mackenzie. And she's a very unique cat, um, to say the least. Mm -hmm. So he was worried that she'd spend the rest of her life in a cage. And when he did pass away, there was no one to take her, and I stepped in. That was not a speedy answer, but I will be speedy now. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just didn't know if you were sure about their ages or if they yes. if they were proximate. About, yes, 14 and 16. Okay, okay, cool. The two little teenagers. Their favorite foods? Uh, Mackenzie's is bacon, and Bo's is McDonald's french fries. Both things you should not feed your cats, um, but both things my cats love. That's so great, though. They have very good taste. Yeah. So one day with Bo, I was eating McDonald's and I dropped a fry and he ate it and looked at me like that was the best thing that ever happened to him. So I gave him another one and then he's obsessed. Like if he smells McDonald's, he gets so excited. (laughs) Now he's crying just because I said the word McDonald's. Maybe he actually knows what it means. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I love that. I I see the little videos you have too of Mackenzie getting a little piece of bacon from your dad I think yeah she never gets that much just like a bite or two but she's obsessed with bacon Tim Hortons is like our version of Dunkin Donuts um so I take her through the drive-thru I used to work there in high school so I know you can order a side order of bacon so I just order a side order of bacon it's literally two strips of bacon um like they're so good to us they don't even charge us for her bacon anymore they just give us a couple strips and and Mackenzie gets a couple bites in the car and then a couple more bites at home and she's happy as can be. Yeah. And oh, she gets I love that. so excited when we go through the Tim Hortons drive through I love that. Well, you know what? As you said, it's like you shouldn't be feeding that to your cat, but it's not like they're not like old and they I need mean, to enjoy their lives too. She's 16 years old. I don't know. How, I don't know how much time I have left with her and I want that time to be filled with happiness and adventures and good food. Yes. And everything that makes her happy. Exactly. And if bacon makes you happy, then we'll give her bacon. I love that. That should be like a that's I'm gonna have that as like my new motto. I'm not even old. I'm gonna, I'm like 30 and I'm like, I, mean, I just want it to be motto. filled with food and adventure. <laughs> no, I mean that that is pretty much how I live my life um at 27. So yeah. I mean it's the best way, but uh, not the most proactive way to live, but it's definitely yeah. the honest. Do the Mackenzie McKenzie lifestyle. Love that. I love the Mackenzie life. Um, okay. You mentioned earlier that she loves the beach. So are they both beach cats or have you taken them to like more like forest or mountains? So Mackenzie loves to go to the beach. Uh, she loves to go kayaking. Um, she sits on my lap in the kayak. Um, loves to go for car rides. Uh, and loves to walk down like little like hiking, walking trails. 
Um, granted, she has little legs, so we can't go very far. Um, meanwhile, Bo was a barn cat for his first 14 years of his life. Okay. So I put him on a harness and I've tried to kind of take him out and take him on adventures. But he really is grateful to be inside in the nice, warm, comfy couch in blankets or sleeping between the satin pillowcases. Like, that's <laughs> what he likes. He did his outdoor time, so he doesn't really want to do any more of it. But that was actually that was going to be my question. Like, I was wondering how he adjusted to home life then. So it sounds like he's like more than happy to not be. Can we pause for just one second? Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. just going to go grab him. <laughs> Sorry, he's in a mood. No, it's um, all good. Okay, go ahead. They are so Mackenzie is a beach cat. She loves the beach, and yeah. Bo is like, I'm gonna sit inside and languish. Yeah, he's like, I did my outdoor time. I slept enough in the barn. I just want to be inside and be cuddled all day long. <laughs> like, if Bo could cuddle all day, he would cuddle all day. Okay, that was gonna be my next question. Are they clingy or independent? Uh, Bo is cl- clingy. Okay. Mackenzie's independent. So Mackenzie likes to be left alone unless she needs something. And then she will scream until you give her exactly what she wants. And it's <laughs> always fun trying to figure out exactly what she wants. Exactly so. what she wants. Um, I feel like that about my dogs. Like one of them is very, he's yeah, he's just independent and he'll throw a fit when he's like, I want something. And I'm like, what do you want? You've been pottied. You've had your water. Like what? Yeah. Like what else? What do we want? need? To <laughs> but he'll just like stand there and like bark or like throw himself around. And then the other one is just like, I will sit right next to you and be loving. Um, yeah, those are exactly my cats. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> love that. The dog versions of my cats. Um, okay, so that was the quick answer round. We learned a little bit okay. more about both of them, and. Let's talk. We're, of course, you know, Mackenzie is the TikTok, Instagram famous one. So we're going to focus a little bit more on her, not to forget Bo. We still love him. But um, you you touched on it a little bit before as far as how you adopted Mackenzie after your, your grandfather passed away. But what was that? I'm really interested to learn a little bit more of like your thought process of we have this grumpy cat who's very old. I'm in my mid-20s. Do I even want a pet right now? Like, what were all of those thoughts kind of swirling in your head? So I was at my office back in the day when we worked at an office. <laughs> um, and my dad called me. Um, and, like, he was calling my cell phone. Um, and obviously, we're not supposed to talk to our parents during company time. So I called him on my work line. I just remember that. Um, and I was like, Hey, like it's the middle of the day, like what's going on. And he just told me that my grandfather wasn't doing well and he ended up in the hospital that day and they don't know if he's going to come home or not. Hmm. And that was probably late September. Um, and I was living in Toronto and I, my family lives in Nova Scotia and this was in, I want to say September of 2020. And I had just been offered a job um, with my company to relocate to Nova Scotia. So I knew I was moving home. I didn't have any secure dates or anything like that. And my dad had called me and told me that my grandfather was staying in the hospital and he probably wouldn't come home. Um, And he said, like, like, are you okay?" And I didn't really think much. And I said, who's taking Mackenzie? Mm -hmm. And he said, 
well, Ange, we're going to find a really good home for her. We're going to find a loving family. Like your mom's going to post her on Facebook. And like, there's lots of people, like maybe one of the home care workers that helped your grandfather would be interested. And I just immediately, like there was no thought process of, I just said, I'll take her. I'll take Mackenzie. Yeah. My dad said, no, no, we'll get you. Like, if you want a cat, we'll get you a sweet, loving cat. Like, I know you're going to live alone. So we'll get you this sweet, loving <laughs> cat. And I said, no, I want Mackenzie. Um, we should note up till that point, I have, I had never been able to touch her. Like I had never been able to pet her or pick her up because she whacked at me or hissed at me. Okay. So she so, wasn't just like grumpy, like, cause I feel like on oh, no, Instagram, was, there's like grumpy cat where it's just like their face is grumpy, but it's like, no, yeah, her no, entire disposition is okay. She was vicious. And the thing is at the time they, the doctors were saying your grandfather might probably won't come home from the hospital, but he, he might like it. The man was very much still alive. Um, so I sent him um, a dozen happy face balloons to the hospital. Aww. And I just, I remember that being the funniest part of this whole story. I don't even think I've talked about it before um, because my grandfather really was like Mackenzie and grumpy cat version, like a grumpy, like old, grandfather mm-hmm. um didn't like to smile really only liked his grandchildren um and when the balloons showed up um my parents were there and they said it was just he had a huge smile on his face and he was so happy Aww. to have those um but in the same breath he he wasn't doing well uh he wasn't on the list for a nursing home um so he was in the hospital waiting and about a month and a half later he passed away And that is when I, at the exact same time when I was moving home from Toronto. And so uh, Mackenzie was at my grandparents' house and my parents were going out and feed her and play with her every day. Well, as much as Mackenzie would play at that time. Um, And then when I moved home, I had an apartment that I was going to rent and had that kind of figured out. And my dad said to me, hey, why don't you just stay with like us, like him and my mom for a little bit? until like you kind of get settled. Like I had been living in Toronto for three years, so I didn't really know Halifax had changed so much in that time. I didn't really know the city anymore as much. Um, I was going to be living alone for the first time in my adult life. So I was like, you know what? Maybe that's not a bad idea. So I went, picked up Mackenzie and we moved into my parents' basement. (laughs) And my dad and my dad's a welder and he used his welding gloves to get Mackenzie in the cat carrier. Oh my and gosh. then we actually got like, uh, how do I compare? It's like almost like a three story, like this giant, ginormous, like dog crate almost with levels in it. Mm-hmm. We called it Mackenzie's kitty condo because <laughs> my parents had two cats at okay. the time. Um, and this was just to kind of, cause like if Mackenzie got in a, in a corner, like she would hiss at us and scratch at us and mm-hmm. like we couldn't get her out. So we thought this kitty condo, I bought it off Amazon for like three, 400 bucks, way too much money. But I thought that would be the best place to kind of put her to help her adjust. And so we just like, she would just sleep in there all day. Like Mackenzie was also 14 pounds um, when I adopted her. She's seven now. Okay. So that's how overweight she was. Yeah. She's not underweight now. She was very overweight. Again, a lot of treats for my grandfather. Um, and then it took about probably a month and a half and she just started settling down completely. Mm-hmm. Um, she would come out, we could pet her, uh, we could brush her and she just like slowly 
realized that there was nothing to be scared of. And when she hisses and growls, we realized she's just scared. So yeah. as she got to know us and she she adjusted, it was my parents and their cats living upstairs and Mackenzie and I living in the basement. And that's when the pandemic hit. So I'm immunocompromised. So I decided to stay with my parents until the pandemic was over. We can laugh at that together. We all thought it would be a couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was fun. So I ended up staying with my parents for the next year with Mackenzie. Um, obviously, I'm 26 years old living with my parents. I got bored. Um, loved shopping on Amazon, as we all do. Um and you know how you like go on Amazon to order one thing and then like six other things end up in your cart yeah you don't really know how that happened um so I ordered Mackenzie a harness (laughs) because I thought maybe she'd like to go outside like my parents cats like to go on the back deck but we didn't trust her so I'm like Mm -hmm. oh I can put a harness on her and take her out on the back deck yeah and when I the harness showed up my parents looked at me like are you serious like you're gonna put a harness like we have just been able to pet this cat and you're gonna put a harness on her and I'm like mm-hmm. I think I am so yeah we started going out on the back deck and then we went in the backyard and then my dad it's a long story but our cottage is a two-minute drive from our house so uh, my dad was down at our cottage and I was like hey I think I might drive down and bring Mackenzie and he's like that's a terrible idea so I did it <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I drove down anyway with her. Um, my apologies. That's my very loud cat. He has a lot to say. Okay, <laughs> it's all good. Um, yeah. So I, I drove her down and she loved it. She trotted down the cottage road on her leash and she played on the beach. And I was like, maybe she will like this. Like yeah. maybe she'd like going on adventures. And the more we went on adventures, the more we became friends. And she actually started liking me and... I mean, not as much as she likes my dad. They became best friends during all of this. Mm-hmm. Like, she sleeps with him every night, and, like, they're just the best of friends. But um, I, it's funny. We call my dad and Mackenzie indoor best friends, and Mackenzie and I outdoor best friends. Oh, cute. Because, yeah. So, yeah. she's inside. She's with my dad. If she's outside, she's with me. But For all animals, just, for whatever reason, they always have to, like, love the other person that isn't fully the one actually taking care of them. Exactly. Yeah. The person, not the person that bought the $400 kitty condo or the one that bought every type of food to make sure she had something she liked or the one that bought her a harness and drives every Saturday to take her on adventures. No, 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 no. It's my dad. The one that ignores her and and pushes her down when she jumps up too aggressively. Yeah. And so while Mackenzie and I were going on adventures, I started posting them on TikTok. And that's when our TikTok started picking up. And then I made an Instagram account for Mackenzie and then her Instagram account started picking up. And now we have like half a million followers and it's the absolute weirdest thing. (laughs) That's okay. That is such an amazing story. Just right from the get go when, you know, you knew Mackenzie was a grumpy cat, you had never been able to pet her. And you were just like, I'm going to take her, you know, like your life was already in flux of, you know, moving and pandemic and yeah, and I had just ended a five year relationship. Um, I should throw that in there. So everything I had kind of planned for my life had stopped. And I was making all these really quick decisions, like mm-hmm. taking this uh, relocation opportunity that I had with my job and adopting Mackenzie and just like everything was just like decisions I made on a whim. Everyone ended up being 
life-changing decisions for me because um, it all led to my grandfather's cat, which is the charity Mackenzie and I started um, about 10 months ago. I say Mackenzie and I, but Mackenzie's not very helpful. So yeah. it's mostly just me. <laughs> no, I love that. You know, as much as um, on this podcast, I've previously talked to people of like, don't get a dog unless you're fully prepared and, you know, think things through and but sometimes I, I am a strong, strong supporter of when it feels right. It's right. Like you, you get that yeah. like gut feeling kind of. It was a it was a gut feeling. And I mean, the commitment of a cat is so vastly different than the commitment of a dog. Yes. And granted, Mackenzie is kind of a little dog that so you got to <laughs> walk her. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was a split second decision because the after I said yes, I kind of was like, what did I just agree to? Like, yeah. I can't back out because um, my parents had told my grandfather. But in the same breath, I was like just picturing her in a cage at a shelter. Yes. And growling and hissing overweight, an overweight 14-year-old cat that you can't touch or pet or pick up at a shelter will spend the rest of their lives there. And our, our local shelters do absolutely amazing work to get these animals rehabilitated and get them adopted and find the best families for them. Like they're always waiving fees for older cats, but in the same breath, that's where she was going to end up was, was a shelter. Cause there was, there was nobody. Yeah. Cause again, my parents had had two cats. Mackenzie does not get along with cats, um, dogs or people. So <laughs> <laughs> that my parents wanted to take her, but at the time it wasn't an option. Um, my sister had a cat. My aunt travels um, all the time. Um, my other two aunts are seniors. Like we, as we went through the list, like this person has a dog. That person's a senior. That person travels for work. That like there was no one. Like mm-hmm. there was no one. And we have what I consider quite a big family, but there was no one that could take Mackenzie. Yeah. Other than the twenty-five-year-old granddaughter that had just broken up with her boyfriend of five years and was moving home to Nova Scotia in a one bedroom apartment. So <laughs> that was the, that was Mackenzie's only option. I like to remind her of that is I was her only option. Yeah. So when she gives you sass. She appreciates it. But yeah. <laughs> um, when she's walking along the beach wearing the rain jacket I bought her looking at me like, Oh, I don't want to go home. Like, this is a good life, Mackenzie. Like you have a good life. Yes. Like this worked out well. So, <laughs> um, I I definitely identify with a lot of what you're saying because I um we had a cat. I say had, she's still in our lives. She now belongs to my mother-in-law, but um we moved out of the country, we moved to London, and so we had her, like we had Squirrel is her name, and we mm-hmm. had Squirrel from um college through until we moved to London. So we that was maybe like 4 years. My husband had her for even longer but um yeah and we just knew that she wouldn't be happy in a potentially extremely small like london flat and we didn't know what our living situation would be over there so we were able to give her to my in-laws but it was kind of the same thing of she is extremely grumpy she's very vocal will swat and hiss just for the fun of it it seems like half the time and you're just like oh yeah yeah we literally will be walking like in the living room by herself and just hiss like my dad says she's just a balloon and has to let the air out so (laughs) so many feelings there's no reason behind it exactly 
um fortunately she's very happy uh with my in-laws still and they have like a huge house that you know she's able to wander around and get the exercise she needs because very similarly i think she yeah she just had so many emotions and she loves an adventure she would love to like come outside and sun around and like run around like we had to exercise her like we exercised the dog and um her and lupin my my older dog would like play and stuff and but as I said, it's just like she was very similar to Mackenzie. And I used to work at a shelter where, you know, part of it was cats. And it's so true. Like the cats that had her type of disposition, honestly, just did not get adopted out. Like maybe they did eventually. And Seattle's an extremely uh, cat friendly city. Like there's a lot of cat lovers here. And they would be in there for like six months sometimes. And they'd be happy and like, okay, and stuff. They weren't, you know, like we had... The shelter that I worked at at least was able to have like nice like big rooms and stuff that the cats were all able to kind of wander around with. Um, But yeah, if they aren't cat friendly, then they couldn't be in that big room. And and so, yeah, so I I completely understand the the emotions that were kind of going through your mind with like who else would take her and, you know, and of course, the added emotional aspect of like your grandfather passing away and this is what's left of your both of them my family and i have had a rough go when it comes to like people we love dying far too young um it feels like every year we have a loss and just after losing my grandfather a year after losing my grandmother uh, it was just in that moment of i can't lose mackenzie too Mm -hmm. like i i i don't want her spending the rest of her life in a shelter. I I don't care if she hates me. I don't care if I have to lock my bedroom door because she tries to kill me in my sleep. I would rather her spend her last years with me just knowing she's okay than with anybody else. Yeah. I love that. I, I think that's such an amazing sentiment. Um, I, the more I talk to people, the more people have said that they've had grandparents that have passed away in these last few years. Uh, I personally also had two grandparents pass away in these last couple of years. And it's just so, it's, it's so hard to see. And then it's also, I feel like it's something that a lot of people are, are, are dealing with just in these last, as I said, like in these last few years, whether it's because of pandemic or not or whatever, but maybe it's just the time in all of our lives that this is happening too. Um, but I can totally resonate with that feeling of, this cat is what's left and I know my grandfather would want this cat to be taken care of well. And so that's why, speaking of, my grandfather's cat, the actual charity, when I heard about it, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to interview this girl. Like this, I just, it resonates so much. So tell me how my grandfather's cat came about and like what services it provides and and the journey of, of the charity, the organization. So it was in about, I want to say January of 2020, um, that I started posting. That's when we started posting. Sorry. January 2021 was when we started posting on TikTok. Okay. And Mackenzie and I were posting TikToks, um, mostly like sometimes of her grumbling, sometimes like she likes to growl while she cuddles. It's very weird. So it's like she has to like remind you that she hates you or I guess me, just remind me that she hates me Um, (laughs) while she's cuddling with me. She's the weirdest cat on the planet. So you're posting just like little videos like that. Like I wasn't thinking too much of it. And we gained about 20 or 30,000 followers 
a couple of our videos um, got about four or 500,000 views. And so many people were commenting, why did you name your cat Mackenzie? Because Mackenzie is not a common name for a cat. And I could not tell you why my grandparents named her Mackenzie. But I think it was because they had the other cat named Molly and Molly and Mackenzie sounded good together. I don't know. But um, I just said, I kept commenting and said, I don't know why she's named Mackenzie. It's my grandfather's cat. Like, she's not my cat. She's my grandfather's cat. Like, like I adopted my grandfather's cat. And I just kept saying my grandfather's cat so often. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, even when, like, it just got to the point when somebody's like, oh, your cat is so cute. I'd be like, thanks. She's my grandfather's cat. Like, I, mm-hmm. it took a very long time for me to even accept that, that this she's my cat. Yeah. Um, but so many people were commenting back to that and saying, like, I wish I could, like, my grandfather's cat ended up in a shelter. I wish I could have adopted my grandfather's cat. And I work in um, marketing for a nonprofit. So I thought there's got to be a resource out there to help people. So I just, which is something like when you work in nonprofit on social media, you're always sending people resources. So I started Googling and I was like, there is nothing out there that helps seniors arrange homes for their pets. Like my family can't be the only family that went through this. Mm -hmm. Like we can't possibly be. So I was like, maybe I could, I could help people. Like I could start a little business. And I mean, I've always volunteered a lot and, done a lot of stuff and being uh, immunocompromised, living with my parents. Again, I was bored. So, and I had this newfound confidence from TikTok, having 20 whole thousand followers that I thought, I was like, maybe like, maybe this is something I can do. Like all this really is, is marketing for cats. Like if there's a senior and they have a cat, like like a company can help them market that cat and find them a home. Like that's pretty simple. Uh, So that was the concept of my grandfather's cat. And it was kind of this thing that I didn't like, I'm not an entrepreneur. I, I say that all the time, but this wasn't like, I didn't hate the nine to five. I didn't dream of starting my own business or working for myself. Like none of that was a dream of mine. Um, So my apologies to the real entrepreneurs out there. Um, I just wanted to help these people and help these, these cats. And I knew I had the skills and the abilities to do it. So I I registered the business. My mom had to help, um, applied to be a registered charity, like got some bank accounts set up. And I was like, well, that's when it kind of like started falling into place. I was like, well, people are asking for Mackenzie merch so we can do merch, but that can go to the nonprofits. We started getting requests about brand deals. And I was like, well, we can do brand deals and that can go, and support the the nonprofit. And through this, we don't have to charge like adoption fees to help cover like the cost of the website and the emails and all the other fun things that could, you have to pay for when you have a business, which I've learned is a lot of random little things. Um, they always seem to pop up. <laughs> so, um, and I just kind of had everything ready to go. And I had the concept figured out and how it would kind of work. And I just said to myself, like, I need a a date. So I just like literally looked at my parents' calendar on the wall. They still have that. Um, And I was like, what is a date I could launch this? And it was three weeks away from my grandfather's birthday. And my grandfather loved his birthday. Like he loved it. And I think he loved it because all the family came over and all his grandkids came to see him. And he just loved his birthday. So I was like, I'll launch it on his birthday on May 18th. So I, I did, I, I made a TikTok and I, 
My sister took pictures of Mackenzie and I on the beach for one of our adventures, and I edited them on my like personal MacBook that was, I'm pretty sure, a 2013 at the time. <laughs> and I edited it, and I just I like put them up, and I had everything scheduled. Everything went out at like nine o'clock that morning. I sent a press release out to the media emails I could find on LinkedIn, and that was it. And then I went to work, and. Um, about, I want to say two or three hours later, I was in this really long, like morning meeting and I came out of it and I looked at my phone and it had just blown up and like people that I hadn't talked to in years were texting me and I had all these Facebook messages and all these, these emails and just like, it was insanity. And our TikTok at that point was at like, want to say 80 or 90,000 views. And the comments were just insane. And then there was like, big TikTok people that were commenting on this, on my little launch video that I made to You Are My Sunshine. Like that was the song I picked for this. Like it wasn't even a trending sound and it just, just took off and it steamrolled since then. And I don't think I've slept since. So. (laughs) Oh my gosh. What an amazing story. Yeah. And I mean, it was, it wasn't until like my parents got home that night. I was like, this is like the news is calling me. Like, I don't have any of this figured out. And that was when my parents were like, you will, like you will figure this out because you have the right intentions. Mm-hmm. And the, I think three days later, somebody reached out to us with an adoptable to help them. And I was like, you don't even know me. How do you trust me to find a home for your pet? And she was this little three-year-old black cat named Pepper. And again, at this point, we had maybe on all of our channels, minus TikTok, 2000 followers. And so I was like, okay, I'll help. And the first couple adoptables were where we really worked at the kinks. Mm -hmm. And those people were incredibly kind and gracious with me and our process. And we figured out what works. And then we onboarded volunteers. And I always say we because, but it was me. Um, I onboarded volunteers. Now there's a we with myself and the volunteers. They handle all the adoptions. I handle the marketing and the business part and taking Mackenzie on adventures. And here we are uh, 10 months or so later. And we've done, as of this morning, 36 adoptions across Canada. Gosh, that is so amazing. That is such an inspirational story. And what you said about what your parents were saying, as far as like, they trust you, like, and trust yourself, you'll figure it out, because you have the right intentions. That's what I was definitely thinking when you were saying this is like, you can tell there's such like an authenticity to what you were doing. And it was just a organic, natural next step to start my grandfather's cat and to help others. And it wasn't like, as you said, you you didn't get into this, like, I'm going to become an entrepreneur. It, it it came from a place of love for Mackenzie, for your grandfather, for all the other seniors out there who needed somewhere for their animals. And I mean, we we've been so fortunate to help just the best people. Like it was actually three weeks in, and I'm I was sitting in the exact same spot I am talking to you with my coffee table pulled way too close to my couch <laughs> instead of walking to my bedroom sitting at my desk, and. We started getting these emails from people that were terminally ill. And this girl was like 32 years old um, and she had terminal cancer. And I'm going to try really hard not to cry while I talk about this. Um, And she had two cats that were like six and eight because she's 32 years old. Mm -hmm. And she knew she wasn't going to make it. And she had nobody in her life to take these cats. Oh, my gosh. 
And I was just sitting there and I was just uh, literally where I'm sitting right now thinking, I just can't believe, like, I, I can't imagine the strength you have to have to see an organization that helps seniors and being terminally ill and then reach out and being like, hey, can you make an exception? Mm-hmm. Like how hard it must be to be terminally ill, know you're going to pass and have to find homes for your pets. Yeah. And I remember just thinking, I wish we could help terminally ill people too. And then I was like, I had this moment. And I've had this moment on and off again ever since where I was like, this is my company. This is my charity. I can do whatever I want. Like, I'm not in a big corporation here. This is me. This is my, I'm creating this. So I was like, okay. So I texted my manager and I told him I was going to be a bit late for work. And I rebranded the whole thing. And now we help seniors and terminally ill people. Because I never want someone to have to think twice already going through that with a terminal illness to have to reach out to us. And a lot of the people we've helped have been terminally ill as well. Um, Another thing we've done, which I've found really cool, is we've inspired a lot of seniors to adopt cats. A lot of people thought like, I'm at a certain age, I can't adopt after that age, because who will take my cat? But knowing that we're there to catch them when they fall, or there's an organization there to help them when they do get too old to care for their animal, they're actually adopting animals. So I found that that really cool and inspiring to know that more seniors are adopting animals and then they have that companionship because we're there to catch them when they fall. Oh, oh my gosh. This is just sorry. No, this is this is so good. You can just tell that there's there's such an importance to what you're doing and I'm so happy we're gonna have we're able to have a conversation about, you know, how Bo loves French fries and Mac loves yeah. bacon, but then also talk about these really amazing and important things that you're doing too. And I think that's at the end of the day, that is what kind of your TikTok, your social media, all of that is like, it's this really nice combination of important work you're doing, plus the fun, you know, grumpy cat videos, grumpy Mac videos. videos. Yeah. A lot of people, it's the it's the grumpy cat videos where they first see us and then they find out about my grandfather's cat and they become a really loyal like part of our community and a loyal supporter and it all starts with the grumpy videos so I mean you never know where a grumpy cat video is gonna gonna take gonna you, take but... you. exactly yeah. exactly oh quote me gosh. on that put that on my tombstone yeah <laughs> you never know where a grumpy cat video is gonna take <laughs> that's so true Oh, well, this has been such fun. This has been so great, Angela. I'm so happy that we were able to talk. I have just one last interview question for you. So this is the With a Cat podcast. So why do you choose life with a cat? Mackenzie might be grumpy, but the amount of joy she brings to my life, I, I can't measure it. I can't measure how... It feels when I walk in the room and she squawks at me (laughs) or when she looks at me at the beach and and like runs up to me because like she she's scared of the seaweed. So like sometimes she'll like get too close to the seaweed and get scared and then she'll run to me. And (laughs) it's just this like amount of joy that I, I or I guess it's like an unconditional love. And with cats, I find it's an unconditional love that I've earned. Like I put in the hours I put in. I got the scratches. I have the scars. Mm-hmm. And I've earned Mackenzie's love. And that's why I choose Life with a Cat. Beautifully said. I love that. I I agree. I think that's why I I really enjoy adopting dogs as well. Because it's sometimes you just have to earn the love. And, and it makes it that much more sweet. So 
All right. Well, Angela, thank you so much for everything we've talked about today. And if anyone wants to follow you and Mackenzie, where do they do that? So our website is mygrandfatherscat.ca. Um, my social is andrefuse. Uh, Mackenzie's is at Grumpy Mac. Those are both of our Instagrams. And my grandfather's cat is at my grandfather's cat on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Perfect. Oh, and our TikTok is andrefuse as well. I should add that because that's our biggest platform. <laughs> well, I will include all of those in the show notes as well. And if anyone wants to follow the podcast, it's at with the dog podcast. April fools everyone. It's with a dog. Um, <laughs> it's with a dog podcast on Instagram and Facebook and then at with a dog pod on TikTok. So we'll see you guys next week. And thank you again, Angela. Thanks for having me. This has been so fun. Bye. Bye. All content on the With A Dog podcast is for informational and comedic purposes only. It should not replace professional advice, treatment, or diagnosis by a certified veterinarian, trainer, or behaviorist.